This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 799, Why High Context Culture May Lower Renata's IELTS Score. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English with your hosts, former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer. With hundreds of band seven, eight, and nine success stories, our strategies are the smartest in the IELTS world. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. Renata and I talk about so much in today's episode, from winning tasks to essays, to culture making directness difficult, to English immersion in Canada. Listen up for valuable student insights to help you along your own IELTS journey. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hello, IELTS Energy listeners. We have a very special chat for you today. I am here with Three Keys student Renata, um, who has a lot of interesting observations on what it's like learning English and trying to do well on IELTS speaking. Um, Welcome to IELTS Energy, Renata. Hi. Thank you. So the reason why we originally invited you on the show was because you wrote the best essay last month in our writing wizard contest. So we are going to talk a little bit about that, but then I really want to get into this idea of how culture can hurt our IELTS scores sometimes. So we're going to get into that in a minute. But first, let's talk about the Riding Wizard Contest. So your Task 2 essay was incredible. Can you tell us a little bit about your process for writing such a high-scoring Task 2 essay? Um, I don't know if everybody knows, but this month we had a... I'm living in Canada. I forgot to say. And this month we had the uh, election here in Canada. So, oh. yeah. So, uh, election was the main subject in all news. So, everywhere that you looked, everybody was talking about elections. So, um, and I, I like to to watch the news in the morning and I like to read the news. I, I read the news nice. from Canada. I, I read the CBC, I read the uh, BBC, and uh, the New York Times. Uh, so okay. it was so, e- easy yeah. to to find the high uh, high level vocabulary this month here. Yeah. So uh, Renata and I were talking <clears throat> a little bit before we started recording, and I guess the topic was just really perfect for you this month, right? So let me tell everyone what the question was. So the task two question this month was, some people say that only educated people should be allowed to vote. To what extent do you agree or disagree? So 
This, of course, you would see this question, you would think, oh my God, like I've been reading all of this amazing writing about this. I know that I have the vocab and the ideas. And you totally did. I mean, even in just the introduction, instead of like voting, because we could just repeat that word over and over again, but you paraphrase so well. You said universal adult suffrage. That is such such a great paraphrase. And then like, instead of educated people, you said, um, no matter how many years they sat on a school bench, like what a creative paraphrase instead of just saying like, went to school. So do you think you could do this for every topic? Um, I wish I could, but I, <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't know, really, uh, I think that to do this for a topic that uh, I like or something that uh, is in the news is easier uh, than something that's not so common. Uh, Totally. Yeah. So, I mean, this is a good lesson, though, because, yeah, I mean, to be completely honest, there is a little bit of luck involved on test day. If you get speaking and writing questions that you know a lot about already, you're going to do better. I mean, hands down. But we could also learn a lesson from this. Like, when you're reading the newspaper, don't read about stuff that you're already familiar with, right? Like, if you've read a lot of articles about the election, stop reading about politics for a little while and look at the technology section, the health section, the business section, and really try and force yourself to be exposed to new vocabulary and ideas every day. Um, do you think you're doing that right now, Renata? Yes, yes. I okay. I, I always try to to read some some different uh, uh, sections in the newspaper. Um, I, I signed the New York Times to receive uh, emails every day, so nice. uh, they send like four to five emails every day, and so and I always choose one of the the sections that they are sending to to read the whole article. I don't read all the articles because the articles in the New York Times usually are huge. Oh my God, so long. (laughs) I don't think many people read the whole thing. Yeah, (laughs) true. Yeah, so, okay. I think the task too is amazing. I think it was really well organized. You had very specific ideas that you drew from your real life. So what I liked in the second paragraph You had to write about people who might believe that um, non-educated people should not be voting, right? The side that you didn't agree with. And you gave this amazing example about Brazil and corrupt politicians um, are like bribing people for votes. So specific, ripped from the headlines. I love it. And then again, in paragraph three, to support your opinion, talking about how the federal election last year, there was a study, 80% of the people who could vote um, didn't vote, non-educated citizens were more likely to vote, more concerned about their country. So such great support, all ripped from the headlines. All of these ideas could be real. Like, even if you made up that number, 80%, it could be real. Yeah, um, made up. <laughs> 
<laughs> was it difficult for you to find these specific examples in your mind? No, because it was, uh, it's something that, uh, in Brazil, everybody has to vote. Everybody's obligated to vote. It's not like here uh, in Canada or the U.S. that mm -hmm. you choose if you are going to vote or not. Or not. And in, in, in Brazil, we have to. So uh, every election, uh, people talk about uh, selling votes, about bribery, and it, it's a very common topic for us there. Okay, so this time, you, hopefully you'll get a topic like this on test day. Hopefully. <laughs> okay, so great vocab. You're preparing as well as you can. You're reading a lot. You're living in Canada. Now, let's talk about speaking issues. Okay, I found this very interesting. Renata, can you share with our listeners what happened to you on your recent IELTS exam on the speaking test? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, um, the examiner asked me about um, if I he, he asked my opinion if I if I thought that it's important to uh, each region of the country to have a specific produce uh, uh, or a general produce uh, instead of uh, the country having a general produce, and I tried to tell him that I think it's important that uh, every region has their own product. Uh, mm -hmm. Like uh, in Brazil, the, the sugarcane in the northeast and uh, wine in the south. And I, I, but I, I didn't say, yes, I do think it's important. And then he, right. he asked me this question three times until I said yes. But I, I, I didn't start it with, yes, I started with my arguments. I started right. trying to explain why. And this is something that we do in Brazil. We try to flourish uh, the information. We, we don't go straight to the point. And he really wanted me to go straight to the point to do something that I'm not used to. Yes. Okay. So... This is, um, this highlights the very common difference between English speaking cultures and the rest of the world. <laughs> I think like most cultures have this trait of communication like you're describing. And we call that high context cultures. So high context cultures, I love that you use the word flourish. That's exactly right. Like, provide a lot of context, as the term says, a lot of context and uh, sort of indirect description to lead you to getting to the point at the end of what you're saying or writing, right? And that's what you were, that's what you wanted to do. The plan in your mind was like, okay, I'm going to give the example of this product from the North, this product from the South, 
And that will prove and that will lead to my conclusion, which is yes, they are important. Now, first of all, the examiner should have let Renata finish. Like, that's just bad bad examiner behavior. This guy just like assumed you were not answering the question when you were. So the examiner shouldn't have interrupted you and like repeated the question. That was rude. But also at the same time, we have to recognize the fact that the scores for communication and speaking and writing are based on our low context traits of communication, which mean, guys, you got to get to the point right away. <laughs> Even, I know this isn't natural to a lot of you, but this is a feature that is difficult at holding a lot of students back. Okay. So in the speaking part three, for example, like I told Renata before we started recording, you just answer the question directly immediately. Okay. That is your strategy. Just very short, simple sentence. Yes, it is important. And then you can go on and give the context, right? Um, and just to, to give you guys an example of how I see this in writing, holding students back is what I want to see in a body paragraph in a task two essay, I want to see people give like short, simple sentences as far as the topic and the reason. And then most of the sentences in the paragraph after that are dedicated to examples and details. But what I see some students doing that are from more indirect um, habits, they'll like describe just this general sort of reason in a lot of different ways and then have like one specific sentence at the end of the paragraph. So guys, that is also not going to get you the highest scores. Um, okay. So Renata, how can you try and practice the strategy of being more direct? Uh, now that I know uh, what I have to do, I the first thing that I will say is yes. <laughs> yes, I, I think it's important. And first give the, the information that was asked and then yes. explain why. Exactly, exactly. And in part two as well, guys, that should also be the strategy in part two. Just answer that question directly and then just go off into a story or whatever else that you want to do. Um, okay, so there was another observation as far as speaking preparation that you wanted to discuss with us. What have you noticed in some of the other non-native speakers who are in Canada with you, are they learning English just because they're in Canada? No, uh, Canada is very multicultural. So uh, you will find a lot of people from your country here. It doesn't matter which country you are from. You will find a lot of people that speak the same language as you. Uh, but it's important that you speak English, not only your your language, your original language, because it's very comfortable for us to speak in, in our long, in our own language. But we of have course. to go out of the comfort zone and speak English because it's the best way to learn. Is you are immersed in an English speaking culture, it's easier. It should be easier to to learn. Of course, yeah. Um, Whatever is difficult, people shy away from, right? I mean, that's human nature. You just want to like make things easier for yourself. But guys, I 
there's no way that you're going to get a seven or higher on IELTS unless you feel uncomfortable, unless you make yourself feel uncomfortable. That means we are always challenging ourselves to improve. And there's no way to do that unless you're like taking risks and putting yourself in situations that push you, that challenge your English level, that force you to get better. So I know there are so many listeners out there that like wish they could be in Canada because they would make the most of that opportunity because they're in their home country and they're not surrounded by English. And they're like, it's not fair. Why are some people in Canada and they're not even speaking English? So I do encourage you guys, if you, I implore you, if you're in an English speaking country, make the most of it. Do not speak your first language. Let's say 20 minutes a day, you could speak your first language. Give yourself a little, you know, relaxed window there, but really push yourself the rest of the time. Make friends with English speakers, not just people that you're already comfortable with, right? People from your from your country. So, Renata, do you speak English more than Portuguese? Uh, yes. And I I always I only uh watch TV in English because now nice. it's, it's very easy to to have a, a VPN and just watch uh everything in, in Portuguese, everything from Brazil, but we don't have it at home. We only, nice. only speak, we only watch TV in English. I love it. I love it. That's great. Um, okay. Lots of good advice today, guys. Definitely come back to the blog and I want to hear your thoughts, guys. Leave comments on the blog post. This is episode 799. So come back to allearsenglish.com forward slash episodes and search 799. Leave a comment, guys. Do you think it's difficult being from a high context culture and trying to be direct? I would love to hear what you have to say. And last thing, guys. A lot of stuff we've talked about today, maximizing your preparation time, speaking English as much as possible, how to use the newspaper to learn English. All of those points will be covered in our web class, which is coming up super soon, November 23rd and 25th. If you have not grabbed your spot, oh my gosh, guys, what are you waiting for? Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash save time. Do not miss this IELTS web class. It is incredible. All right, Renata. I will see you soon for personal coach classes, so keep in touch, and thank you so much for sharing your experience today. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now, and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.